Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Yoder's Farm. Uh, I'm Eldon, and I'm joined today like normal, uh, but not like the last couple of episodes by my brother Lowell. So Lowell, welcome to the podcast. Hey Eldon, thank you. It's good to have you back here and professional running all the equipment over there. <laughs> uh, you did pretty good uh, the last couple of times. So. As long as all I have to do is push an on and off button, I can usually figure it out. Yeah, it shouldn't be too difficult. Now I'm hearing a little bit of feedback. Hopefully that doesn't show up in the recording. But anyway, so feedback is, is always a good thing. I thought. Well, not when it's uh, only positive feedback. Not when it's audio feedback. Anyhow, so it's what January 10th, and uh, it feels like it's almost spring. Yeah, as we record this podcast. It is January the 10th, and I'm not sure when you're going to drop it, but sometime here in the mid-January time frame. And yeah, I was just noticing that though we are basically still in the in the midwinter, it's already feeling a little bit like spring in the sense that uh, everything feels like we're on kind of an urgent time scale. Um some, something about when the, um, you know, you, you get the um, winter equinox and the shortest days of the year out of the way, and then the days start going the other way and increasing, it just feels like you're on this, there's this ticking clock. And it seems it feels, like the, they go the other way a lot faster than uh, they got shorter, I guess. Maybe so, maybe so. I don't know if there's any scientific. I, I forgot to that, even but. look. But I think most times the days are getting longer by a couple of minutes, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, um, so like I said, it, it feels like we're kind of this this clock is ticking, 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 ticking. Yeah. And it's spring, warmer than normal. Spring is coming, and um, though we are, like I said, still very much in the in the winter. Yeah. You know that it's imminent, and I guess from uh, our point of view, we know there are a lot of things that have to happen. Before we're really ready for spring. I don't know if we're ever truly, really ready yeah. for spring, but it, it just feels uh, like we're, that clock is, sure. is ticking and we're, we're kind of right there. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it, it has been milder. Uh, this has generally been, been a milder winter, which has its own unique uh, set of challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, we we always talk about weather, but weather does really affect uh, farming. It yeah. just does when you're... It's just the nature of growing things. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So, you know, a couple things that, that can cause you problems. Um, obviously, extreme cold, we're not really excited about that. That can, that can cause uh, its own issues. You can actually have some plant damage um with outside crops that you ever winter outside like strawberries mm-hmm. um we take measures like covering them with row covers to try to mitigate that but yeah you can have definitely challenges with cold and obviously heating uh we talked some about that a couple of podcasts ago and of course yeah that gets a lot more challenging when it's freezing cold however um when you have a mild winter and even warm spikes like we seem to be having this winter that can have its own unique set of challenges as well uh you really like i said with that ticking clock we don't want to get things too far advanced and because we all know so that you're that talking the, about plant growth and plant growth and yeah different different things like that you yeah. 
you don't want to get too far into that uh, cycle and then mm-hmm. have the cold. We all know we're not done with cold yet. Yeah. And in fact, we could have some, some pretty extreme cold. We've had some very chilly temperatures even the first part of March. Yeah. So yeah. that's, you know, like I said, there's that can also cause some issues as, as well. So, I mean, this winter, it's been mild. Um, we've, we're, there are a few things that are different, um, about this winter than what I would say is normal. I mean, this isn't, this is Virginia goodness. We don't get that (laughs) crazy cold. We're not that far from Florida. (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is not an unheard of, you know, sometimes we just have milder periods of time in the winter, but, for example, this year uh, we actually have most of the strawberries uncovered and have not covered them, uh, most of them, all you know, fall, oh, yeah. winter. Now, in a perfect world, um, yeah, there would have been a few nights when a cover should have been on them, but you kind of have to weigh, you know, labor and uh, whether it's you know bang for your buck, so sure. to speak. Yeah. So. If you had the ability just to, you know, snap your finger, get the covers out, and then snap your finger and get them back off mm-hmm. or back to the row middles, yeah, probably should have had had a few out at a few times. But um, it, it's not really, really been, been necessary. So, yeah, typically we're covering up often. I, I guess the, we've, the last number of years we have not been quite as proactive about covering if we don't if we don't need fall extra fall growth you Mm -hmm. know to get the plants big enough for for winter we've we've not been as concerned about covering as we have probably when we first started growing uh we realized strawberries actually are a little more cold hardy yeah but typically we're covering up you know by christmas or in december or starting you know you can cover half your patch and anyway the majority of our strawberries right now are uncovered which is which is not normal but part of that uh the reasoning behind that is you throw a cover on acts a little bit like a little greenhouse under there you get these warm 60 pushing 70 degree days well you're you're really uh you're cooking underneath there yeah i mean it's not you're not in dangerous territory as far as the plants are concerned, but yeah. like I say, you don't you don't want to push things farther along than they already are sure. right right now. So, yeah. um, noticing we plant uh, grass in the in the between the rows to uh, cause erosion or to help with erosion. You know, <laughs> good catch. She almost said cause erosion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's Which what we don't we don't tend want to, work to happen against that as much as possible. Anyway, it's not really typically it kind of goes dormant at some point sure. in the winter. Well, this is annual ryegrass, and I mean it looks very green and lush, and it's actually getting too tall. So that, like I said, raises some issues. We'll yeah, do, need to knock it back, figure out what to do with that. You don't want it up shading your bed. So that's an yeah. issue. Maybe we'll have less issue of uh, some. Sometimes it seems like some parts of the rows are just barren. Maybe we'll get a little more growth this year. Barren? But, you mean from the ryegrass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got, got a pretty good stand this year. Potentially on, some other issues there too. On that, so so that's a something that's happened because this is a milder than than normal winter, I suppose. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, there are some. It's not all all bad either. Uh, it's not as challenging to heat the greenhouses. The 
tomatoes are really enjoying these warmer yeah. temperatures. You can really get that daytime temperature up there mm-hmm. with the with the sunshine. Um, these long, longer days seems like greenhouses really shine when it's February, when there's more light. March, yeah. and April. It's springtime, and it's the days are longer, and um, but you're still in that controlled warm environment. That's when you can can really. Uh, when greenhouse shine, like I said. Yeah. Yeah. In that case, it's kind of a, you know, your normal growing period might be a month or two beyond for, for the plant. So you're essentially just warming it up for them and giving them a good atmosphere. Yeah. And of course we're making preparations, like I said, for the busy spring and, and summer trying to think about some things and maybe, you know, take care of a few of problem areas and um get them get them addressed out of the way. yeah uh, yeah when when things aren't quite as quite as busy we're already thinking about uh our summer early summer uh, heirloom house we have plants ordered for that i seeded actually some some little tomato seeds yesterday for that so we're thinking about that even though it's uh, we're transplanting in March and probably going to be yeah. picking them and hopefully in May sometime. Uh, we're, you got to think ahead a little bit. You got to think, think <laughs> ahead and uh, plan ahead. But yeah. I, it's funny. You just feel that I keep talking about a clock and that's really how it feels. It, it just yeah. feels like you're, yeah, we're still ticking slowly, but, but you know you're ticking towards spring. Yeah, there's always a next season that is coming and uh, yeah like yeah and this this um it ratchets up probably every every month you get closer to say april may which is kind of when things culminate in busyness around here yeah and if we continue to have a you know a milder spring even yeah that then, could uh majorly affect our starting date and uh season i guess right i i wouldn't be surprised february and march you know you can also go the other way if february and march are much below normal well suddenly everything kind of comes to a screeching halt and mm-hmm. uh you can't really turn back the clock as far as what's been pushed you know new growth and so forth but it at least can cause everything to slow down or or almost stop yeah that that clock cycle so we will just have to wait and see. Nothing we can do about it. We just got to deal with it and Work roll with, with it. Work with what we got. Yeah, that's how it works. All right. Anything else we should add to this episode? Um, We talked a lot about tomatoes the last while. Yeah. Um, this is, like I said. The uh, last couple of podcast right. episodes. Yeah. They're looking good, Um, getting lots of new growth. There again, you know, we're. We're working on tomatoes for six to eight weeks from now. So, with our our plants, you know, yeah, we're we're, yeah. we're thinking of kind, kind of notching them down and getting growth up here. Um, mm-hmm. Things are looking good. These will give us tomatoes in March and April, and we really need a lot of tomatoes. So yeah, Same. yeah, they're they're looking good. Um, cover crop we plant in the corn maze is looking good. It's enjoying these milder milder conditions other than that we're doing chores around the farm feeding livestock feeding stoves feeding ourselves 
Yeah, yeah. pretty typical midwinter. You're about to have a, a baby things. here before too long. Well, your wife, I guess. But. <laughs> yeah, she so that's is. Definitely on our minds too. Yeah, she is due the first part of February, so that could. Yeah. I guess we're on a kind of a ticking clock in regards <laughs> to that as well, right? Yeah. At least she would really like to, to get that over with yeah. as soon as it's uh, safe for sure. the baby to come. Yep. So that could happen here pretty soon. Yep, that's definitely something on our minds too. So, All right, well, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, if If you wouldn't mind, and if you enjoyed this, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a rating. Um, supposedly that helps the podcast show up for other people. I just always just told him to do what you said. I know. Cut it off. So we've had two episodes where he didn't say this. <laughs> anyway, if, if you uh, want to subscribe, uh, you can do that in your favorite podcast app. Just search for Conversations with Yoder's Farm and hit the subscribe button. Or you can listen over on our website, and there's links there as well to subscribe in other places. So yodersfarm.com for pretty much everything and that's it for this time thanks for listening